Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and we are on the final episode for the Real Estate Rockstar series. And we have today Dan Gomer. Dan Gomer is in the Denver area. He sells real estate, and he is a host of The Dan Gomer Show. And I met Dan back in 2018 when we were traveling the country for Success in Your City. And we actually ended up working with him for Create His Own Series and doing the funny commercial. We did the Dollar Shave Club real estate style commercial that we created with him. That was a hit. It's hilarious. You have to check it out on Dan Gomer's social media pages. But um, that's how he really got himself out there through creating video, creating video content and putting himself out there and, and being the funny guy that he is. He actually, before real estate, was a teacher, and then he got into real estate, even has done some flipping. And today he's going to talk about how he's built quality relationships and gained clients through literally the things that he does on a regular basis, whether it's going to happy hours, it's sending personal notes and letters to people, he talks about how he sends things to his clients, and how to really gain that true relationship with somebody where they become a lifetime customer. They go to you for buying and selling real estate and they go to nobody else. So I'm excited for this show with Dan. Dan's an amazing guy. He's got some great tips to share in this episode. But before we get started, I want to remind you about the Real Estate Success Academy. There are many real estate agents from all over the country who are having success with the Real Estate Success Academy. It's showing them how to attract more leads, how to sell more homes, how to create more video content, what to do in front of the camera, what to say in front of the camera, how to create content on social media. It also goes through if you want to create your own podcast show, if you want to launch your own book. All this is in the academy. Plus, you get access to a private Facebook group where you get to engage with me and everybody else in the group. I'm always putting out content in there, sharing tips. And you could directly ask me questions in terms of anything with video marketing, branding, or anything pertaining to your business. So if you'd like to join the Real Estate Success Academy, you just have to go to brennantadams.com forward slash real estate academy. That is brennantadams.com forward slash real estate academy. Okay, let's jump right into it with my buddy, Dan Gomer. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Real Estate Rockstar Series, and I got my buddy Dan Gomer on the show. What's up, Dan? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Dude, Thanks for having me on. I'm stoked to have you on. I've always enjoyed collaborating with you, working with you. Uh, known for doing the the Dollar Shave Club real estate style <laughs> commercial, and also we've worked together in creating the video series. You understand the power of video, like you understand the power of video and how it can help your business, real estate business. And we're going to talk about marketing tactics. We're going to talk about all that. Before I would jump into that, talk to me. What was what was the reason you got into real estate? Why did you want to get into real estate and sell homes? 
Uh, well, when I, when I was right before I got into real estate, I was teaching. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I did seven years of that and just kind of got burned out and, uh, was looking for something that, uh, that kind of fit my personality. And, um, I originally got into real estate flipping houses. And so uh, I took a loan and started flipping some houses, um, because I had a construction background and thought, you know, this would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, eventually realized that it's a lot of work. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, just started looking at the real estate side of things and was like, you know what, that seems like a much more who I am. You know, it's about being social. It's about building relationships. Um, it's about, uh, just getting to know people. Um, and it gave me an opportunity to create, well, create whatever I wanted. You know, I mean, I can do video or I cannot do video. I can, um, you know, I can build my business however I want and the sky's the limit there's really just no limit to, to what I can accomplish within this. And so, you know, there's been times where I've been challenged and I'm like, should I, should I do something else? I'm like, <laughs> oh, what am I going to do? You know, I mean, this is the only thing that allows me to talk to people, goof around, build my own business, make a bunch of stupid videos that are fun, you know, and, uh, and uh, make money at the same time. So you, you were flipping houses. That's how you got into it. Can you talk about just what you learned from flipping homes? Uh, I learned that flipping houses is a really tough way to make money. Uh, <laughs> that was my first lesson, you know. Um, there's just so many things that, so many variables that go, go into it. And I actually um, just shot a, a video on that recently um, about some of the challenges and some of the things to consider when you go through that that whole process. But it's, it's um, man, there's just a lot that goes into it. You're trying to manage <laughs> contractors. Anybody that's ever managed contractors knows exactly what I'm talking about. There's a lot of money that's tied up into it. Um, it's, it's exciting. You know, I've, I've made $80,000 and I've lost nearly 30, you know, yeah. <laughs> on, on, a, on a single deal. And so um, it's very exciting. It's high risk, high reward, moving fast, lots of, you know, it's exciting, but uh, it's challenging. It's challenging. So you got, you got into actually becoming a real estate agent and, and helping people buy and sell homes. Can you talk about what, what did you do to get your first 50 home sales? Like what were the first 50 home sales? What, what were the things you had to do to get to that point? Yeah. Um, the hardest part in all of that is, is answering that question. You know, okay, cool. I've got 10. How do I get, uh, I mean, I did all sorts of different things. I did, I sent out mailers. I, I door knocked, you know, for like two years straight, um, farm to neighborhood, um, I even tried cold calling for one day. <laughs> Ask me how that went. Um, you know, so, it, you know, ultimately what I realized was if I, can, if I can find the people in my office that are doing what I want to do, all I need to do is take them out to lunch, ask them a bunch of questions, figure out what it is that they're doing that's in alignment with what I want, and just copy that. And, uh, that was, that was what created the most success for me when I stopped trying to reinvent the wheel. And I just started leaning on the people that, that have already done what I want to do. Like you can travel in time. If you just talk to the people that have done what you want to do, you can build your path and it just makes life so much easier. I say it all the time. Find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve, learn from them and have them show you the path. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you, you were, among the agents, I have a lot of real estate friends. You're one of the agents that doesn't have a big team. Talk about who is a part of your team in terms of for the efficiency of the process. You're mainly a one-man show, correct? Yeah, I mean, I have a full-time assistant now. Yes. 
Um, and, uh, that's about it. You know, there's, there's one person that I really respect in my brokerage that said he was doing, you know, 70, 80 transactions a year and it was him and one other person. And, uh, that's a lot, that's a lot to take on. I don't know if I want to go quite that far with, yeah. uh, me and one other person. Um, and I'm starting to build a team, starting to bring some people on that are doing their own transactions. And I'm starting to get into more of a coaching role myself now, which yep. is what I'm really passionate about. You know, I, like I said, I was a teacher. I enjoy teaching and helping other people grow. And, um, but, uh, you know, I'd say once I hit that 25 mark, I had to get an assistant. It was just my, my work-life balance to get out of whack. And it was time I needed somebody to come in and, and help me facilitate all that. Um, and now that I have a full-time assistant, you know, 25 is a piece of cake, you know, yeah. 25 a year. So, so what, what are all the tasks that assistant does for you to make your life easier? That took a long time to figure <laughs> out, you know, she's been with me for a little over a year now and, um, she does CMAs for me, market analysis. Um, she does, uh, uh, she's now licensed. She just got her license. So now she can <clears throat> help me review contracts and documents. Um, she shows houses for me. Um, she'll communicate with title. She'll communicate with my clients, um, facilitate a lot of backend stuff, a lot of emails, a lot of organization. If I have client appreciation events, um, I've put a lot of new client appreciation events in place now because I have her help. Um, so she facilitates those, she's doing those emails back and forth to the vendors and, you know, all that, um, my job is now very simple. Talk to people. I, you know, make phone calls. I, I'm the face of the company. She's kind of running the back, the back end of everything. It's always good to have that person because we're going to say about people. We want to be up front. We want to create the content, have somebody do all the logistical things we don't want to do as much. It's <laughs> right. important to find somebody like that. How, how did you find somebody like that to be in your business? Like, how did you find her to get a part of your team? Yeah. So, um, you know, I consider myself very lucky to um, have found her on the first go around. Um, but I was really, um, I was really specific with what I wanted. And it had less to do with skills. In fact, she had never done anything in real estate. And I had two other people that were very experienced in real estate. But um, I ultimately chose her because it had to do with personality type. I did the disc profile. I knew where, my, where I sat. I knew where she sat. We were kind of opposite each other. So I knew that that was good. That was one piece of the puzzle. But the other component was um, just personality, you know. I remember we were, we were sitting, I was interviewing her in person and uh, she sat there and she said, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she said something about like, you know, being in alignment and she like went like this and I'm like, yes, that's what I, I do that all the time. I need to be in alignment, you know? And, and so I, I knew right then I was like, you know, this is a person who believes in, in personal development, who believes in um, doing something bigger than just selling houses. And so I knew that it didn't matter what her skills were. She was ready and willing to learn and that um, she would be, be a good teammate. Awesome. Awesome. It's, it's good to find somebody that supplements you versus if you have two people that are same t personality types, it's, a little, it's difficult yeah. to have that click. But when you find somebody that supplements your weaknesses, it really helps you guys in growing in a great business relationship. So before COVID-19, before this happened with COVID-19, can you share what you were doing to grow your business and just tasks in terms of marketing yourself and your company? We'll talk about that after the whole COVID. Like first I want to hear what you did before COVID-19 for your right, business. Right. Yeah. You know, um, 
there's a lot of different ways to make money in real estate, right? Um, you know, I know people that, that hit the phones and they've built their business faster than I have. Um, but for me, I'm just not willing to do that. You know, um, I, I would rather build relationships over the long term, and, and that's frustrating at times because it's slower. Yeah. But I have a really strong foundation. Um, the people that I work with are very, um, well, we have, I have a great relationship with them. And so um, it took a long time to get that train moving. But now that it is moving, I've got a very strong base. And really what it comes down to, how I build my business is I just, I talk to people. I take them to I do a CMA forum every year, which is huge. I get so many leads out of, hey, I did your annual CMA. And they're like, oh, we were thinking about moving. Okay. Yeah. Um, but really, it's just, you know, people want to know that you care and, and they want to see you there. And so it's relationship. My business is relationship based because yeah. whether I do real estate or anything else, I, I will always have those relationships. And so um, I just kind of I just kind of go off of that. How can I make my relationship stronger? How can I spend more time with people? That's that's really where my focus is on marketing. And I have faith that the the. Uh, deals, the transactions, the money, all that stuff will come. And it has. And my business has grown every year because of that. You're adding a lot of value to the people you work with. I mean, I've worked with you and just the experience. I know I still have the bottle. When we went and filmed the series, everything together, you gave me a bottle of uh, Maker's Mark, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I still have a little bit left and I, that stuff's great. I get, <laughs> every once in a while for a celebration, I pull that out and I think of you. And Nice. Talk about a, a, a conversation piece and a, a gift that you give somebody they don't forget. I'll never forget that. Like those are the little things you've done just to build a relationship with somebody and they don't forget that kind of stuff. Right. Yep. Did you drink yeah. yours? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a whiskey drinker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, so now we're in COVID-19. We were talking before. I mean, you're in Denver area. You get everything shut down. Where I'm at, things shut down. How are you taking on the coronavirus crisis in terms for your business? What are the, some of the things you're doing to catering to your audience and just running business down? Well, I think the first thing is um, I gave myself some time to, you know, be pissed off or upset or anxious or whatever it is about this whole COVID thing. You know, it shouldn't yeah. be this way. This sucks, right? I know. I gave myself three days of just kind of, bleh. and then I said, all right, cool. I, I've, I've done that, been there. What am I going to do about it? And I uh, got back on, on track and I'm going to call people. Um, today, my objective was how can I make the world a better place? So I sent out these, there's a bunt cake shop here in Denver. So I sent out these little towers of bunt cakes to 30 of my, my clients. Nice. And, uh, you know, and the, the cake shop, came back to me and said, Oh man, we really appreciate your business. We're so glad that you're helping us out in this tough time. So that was an unintended, nice. consequence, you know? And so, so now the cake shop likes me more, you know? Um, and I'm so glad I was able to do something for them. Um, and you know, I just put this silly little note in there. I can't remember what it said. It just has like some two line, like funny quip about the, about the, uh, COVID-19 stuff, you yeah. know? And, so um, what I'm doing is I'm just I'm outward focused. Yeah. Um, how can I communicate with people, continue to build relationships in a way that's in alignment with who I am and, and what I want to accomplish so that when all this is over, I'm the first call people make, you know? I like how you build the relationship. And you were set, so it's like a cake you sent out? 
Yeah, it's like these little mini bunt cakes, and it's like three of them stacked up in like a little tower. It's about like you know about like this tall, and that's yeah. smart. That that and that's so that's like a unique way to stand out, add value to people. They won't forget you for that. Just like we talked about the bottle of whiskey you gave me, and and those are pieces like people remember that, and they're more likely to go to you in the future. But also tell their their friends about what you did for them. Right. Referrals. Absolutely, that's the key, right? <laughs> that is the key. So the one thing I love about you, Dan, is you understand video. We filmed together. We spent a lot of time filming together, creating some cool content. You were creating video before I even met you, and you have done it at a high level. Can you talk about how video content has helped you in your business and some of the things you're doing to utilize video on social media to grow your real estate business? Yeah, I mean, um, I think the biggest component of it is um, the way I see social media is I'm not necessarily on social media to sell houses. I'm on social media and I'm creating video to create a brand. Yeah. Uh, and my brand is me and I can take that brand anywhere. And so um, I'm really just using video to once again, to connect with people in an authentic way and um, people that connect with me through my video are more likely to use me in a business aspect. So I kind of look at it as like a gateway. Um, but I also look at it as a, as a creative outlet. You know, I mean, one of the things I loved about teaching was, you know, they would be like, okay, you need to teach about volcanoes. All right, cool. And then my brain would just start going like, okay, I got to teach this. How can I do all that? You know, I love that creative process. And so video gives me this business where, you know, I did a video on the coronavirus where it's just, it's just, stupid and silly it took me a couple hours to shoot my son filmed me and it's just it's just fun so my whole thing with all of this video stuff is i'm going to continue to do it as long as it's fun and i think as long as i'm having fun with it like i said it just it, it brings people to me um who align with it and those are the people that i want to work with anyway you know because they're my friends they're they're uh, uh people that i enjoy being around yeah, it's, it, I like how you said that, having fun. You know, when you have fun doing what you do, it's going to show on camera and it's going to be better content. And people, like it's when you smile, people are going to more like a smile back. But when you're like showing your excitement, people are going to want to watch that. You know, it's right. like for being a TV host, it's like try to be interested in what you're doing and people will be interested in you. So show that, show that, right. show that content, have fun with it. You, you did something when we first met, we did this interview and it was a Facebook live and it was, um, you were asking me questions and things. And then we ended up working together for doing a video series and a commercial. I would yep. love to hear this is me being selfish. And I really want to hear just again, your experience and the, the having fun with it, how the process went for we, when we filmed that day, creating the video series with your past clients and also creating the commercial, what you learned from it all. And then what you've done with it for your business. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the things that I, that I learned from it is what it takes to actually produce something like, like that, that's very polished and very, um, well thought out and designed. Yeah. I mean, even just, you're talking lighting, you're talking, we had to go back through the script and rework the script and, and, um, get everybody involved and there <laughs> at the right times. And, you know, I mean, you know, there was a lot that went into it. I mean, I, we shot it. The whole thing, like two days, I think, maybe yeah. two and a half, and I'm yeah. exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the number one thing that I learned from that. Um, and I also learned 
you know, the benefit of doing something like that and the benefit of doing something more grassroots. Like there's a, there's a time and place for both. Um, the, the polished video that we did, I mean, that's by far done better than any other video that I've ever done. I mean, it, 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 it kind of, a very small map, but it put me on the map, you know, um, people were like, Dan's creating video content. Like after that video, everybody was like, okay, this is something that the Dan dollar shave club you're talking to, right? The real exactly. estate style. Oh man. Yes, exactly. I love that one. Exactly. So, so, um, you know, and then that kind of opened up the door for me to start doing some more creative stuff and, and do some more video and, um, just kind of play with it and, and have fun and see how people react to it. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Does that answer your question? Oh, it, yeah, yeah, it does. It's, uh, it's, so tell me how, I, what have you done with it? Like you put it on social media because a lot of people, they create content. They don't know to, to do what next or what to do next with it. What, what did you do with it to utilize it? It's one thing to create it, but what do you do with all the content? Well, I think it's important to, to point out here that I have somebody that handles my social media. You know, yes. there's a lot of people that are, that are not willing to pay for that person. I'm a realtor. I'm not a social media specialist. That is <laughs> yeah. not my gig. Um, I could put it out and all of that, but I paid somebody else who knows a little bit better than I do to do that. And, um, and so we, we put it out on, you know, obviously Facebook, Instagram, and then we ran promoted posts with it. Um, we just got it out to as many people as we possibly could. In fact, I was uh, playing softball shortly after that, that dollar shave club video came out and I was standing on second base he turned around and he's like, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I loved your video. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell are you? <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, it got out. Um, people were watching it. And so it's just about how can we push it out to as many people as possible? Um, because you never know where that little tiny yeah. thing is going to lead. You know, that, that new person that you connect with, where does that lead? You just never know. Yeah. And what I love is you didn't stop there. So you've been creating, you've been consistently creating content. Um, you're doing a lot of Facebook live still, correct? Uh, not so much live as much, but I, I still do the Facebook interviews and the Facebook show and that kind of thing. So when you do that, how do you plug that in? Do you plug into an ad or you share it out? Like how do you utilize that to help with growing your influence online? Yeah. So, um, kind of the same thing. We put it on organically and let it run organically for a little bit. Um, on Facebook and we'll put it on Instagram. We put it on my business page, um, YouTube, right? So we kind of put it on all those platforms and then we, and then we run ads, targeted ads to specific areas. Um, we may tailor it to specific, uh, groups of people if, if that's what we're looking to do. Typically it's more like just area, um, because you know, I want to work in an area. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and then we kind of redirect people to, um, come get, uh, uh, like my page, um, interact with my content, all that kind of stuff um, to ultimately drive them to my website or drive them to me individually. And I, I, you know, I do pick up leads every once in a while, you know, from my, Hey, I saw your video online, thought it was funny. You know, I'm thinking about buying a rental or, you know, whatever. Um, so I do get some of that from that, but it's really just about getting it out there as much as you can. Yeah. Like how the target ads always talk to, when I'm talking to agents, I talk to them how, create video content, but plug it into an ad and target different regions that you want to become known. in. just like the guy in the base, like, Oh, you, that guy, you know, it's, it's becoming like that kind of right. known celebrity in your space, in your, in your city by creating that very creative content. 
Now beyond yep. video creation, social media, you talk about building relationships. Are there any other like marketing tactics or very unique things that you do different that other agents don't do that makes you stand out and helps you attract more leads? Yeah, I think it's just consistency. It's really just, it's, it's, um, well, I would say consistency and it's also, um, an outward focus. You know, I, I see, well, I won't talk about that. What I do that I think is different is, um, it's very focused on like, how can I serve? How can I be of value? How can I give something first so that I can receive? Um, because I think people appreciate that and that's how you build those, those strong relationships. And when you're talking about real estate, when every other person you see on the street has their license, you know, you, you gotta be able to set yourself apart. And, um, I, I feel like really the best way to do that is, is through those, through building strong relationships by offering value upfront. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I want to switch gears a little bit because we're getting towards the end here. So we've talked about real estate. One thing I love about you is you're, you're all about serving. You're, you're all open to try new things, whether it's creating video content, you're in the process of writing a book right now, all the things you're doing. What would be just some life lessons you've learned in terms of other people can take away for them to be able to have their own version of success in life? What you've learned from life or just business and maybe your best three tips that you can share with the audience. I think one of the best things that I've learned is not to take things so seriously, you know, um, it, it, whatever life is weird. Come on. We're living in coronavirus. <laughs> you know I mean? Come on. Like how crazy is this? Right. So you can, you can, um, run yourself into the ground worrying about this stuff, or you can just kind of be like, whatever, man, yeah. you know, let's see what we can do with it. So that's my biggest thing is lighten up. Yeah. Lighten up. <laughs> we all just need to lighten up. You know, and, and uh, the next thing is intention, you know, um, you know, I know you're big on like think and grow rich, yeah. right? And I think you could wrap that in with intention, right? Yeah. Um, when I set an intention today, I will, whatever, it happens. Yeah. Um, you know, business will come, it happens. You know, intention is is super huge. And then the third thing I would say is, being outward focused, how can you serve? How can you be, um, how can you be a, a, a productive member of this world first? Yeah. You know? And then uh, see what else comes. I like that, man. Dude, I, I like the, the intention side and also just serving the world. And dude, I love your jokester. It's like, just let's be real. You know, that's the thing. I know when I'm around you because I, I'm, as you know, I'm open-minded. I, I, I cuss. I kind of just share how things are and I don't take life too seriously and right. not everybody's that way, but you can do that too. And it's like, just chill out. Like, yes, we got COVID-19 going on and yes, it's safe to stay in, make sure you're not infecting other people if you do get it, but it's not the end of the world. Like, right. dude, make the most of it. Like you said, you spent three days, Hey, get it through your system. Like you're pissed off, but Hey, now I gotta, I gotta do something about it here. Um, you can't just stop your life. You still got to right. work. Heck, for me, I'm working harder now than I was before because I want to make the most of the situation, especially as I'm at home. So why not right. interview all my friends and create some content and have some fun in the process? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So Dan, if anybody's looking to find you, you're in the Denver area for buying or selling a home. Where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so the easiest place to find me is dangomer.com. 
simple enough, right? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Dan Gomer, Dan Gomer Home. Um, those are my Facebook Facebook pages, or uh, you can email me, DanielGomer1 at gmail.com. You see, if there's a pattern. There's a pattern here on how people can get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'll let you leave it. What is the motivational quote you're going to leave us with or tip or advice for the audience? Oh, man, a quote. I didn't know I was going to have to come up with a quote. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I think in these times, the first quote that's coming to my mind is uh, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. What Bob Marley today? <laughs> everything's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah so that's, I like that's that. I didn't try singing, man. You don't want to hear me try it. <laughs> Bob Marley. <laughs> that's good stuff. Well, thank yeah. you, Dan. I appreciate you coming on. For all of you guys, check out Dan Gomer, everything he's doing. Check out his commercial for the Dollar Shave Club, Real Estate Style, and his show, The Dan Gomer Show, everything he's done. Congrats, man. And for all of you listening, you know what time it is? It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.